Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Monday morning, March 14th. I'm Violet Cooper Weiland, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Buholtz High School is changing up its track, and as WUFT's Nevada Colon tells me, this will not only bring benefits to the school, but also the surrounding community. Here's Nevada. Right, so I wrote a story on the new track that just went in at Buholtz. They used to have an asphalt track at the high school, uh, and now they have a rubberized track. It, it allows the Buholtz track and field teams to have a more meet prepared practice uh, on campus. It allows the sprinters, the long distance runners, uh, the long jumpers, high jumpers, whatever their event is to get a better feel uh, for meets. Uh, and that's just one of the many benefits of the new track. Uh, it also uh, will help decrease injury for the athletes. Uh, so those, uh, those student athletes at Buholz will now uh, have a safer environment to run on. Uh, and it also helps the community as well, because eventually because of this new track, Buholz will be able to hold meets and specifically regional and state meets, which bring in a lot of competition from around the state, uh, which is not only exciting for them, uh, but also can boost local businesses, uh, restaurants and hotels that are looking to feed and house uh, athletes from around the state. Your article talked about the Florida High School Athletic Association and their pool in deciding where meets are held. Can you go into how this affects this track? The Florida High School Athletic Association is actually based in Gainesville. Uh, and they decide who gets to host those postseason meets. So that is district, state, uh, and the regional. Regional's the middle. So the FHSAA determines who hosts the meets when it comes to the postseason. Uh, and I talked to Ed Thompson, who is one of the directors of athletics for the FHSAA, uh, and also the track and field administrator, among other sports. And he told me that there's basically no shot uh, that a high school hosts a regional or state meet uh, without having a rubber track. Uh, so this opens up the possibility uh, for Buholtz uh, to be able to host that. Can you go into the financial impact of this as well? So the track itself uh, was a $543,000 project and $385,000 was paid by the Alachua County School Board towards it. And then the rest is $158,000, and that's what the school has to pay. They paid $35,000 up front, uh, and then in order to complete their part of the deal, they'll pay $12,000 over 12 years, uh, $12,000 a year over 12 years. It is an investment. It's expensive, but the higher-ups, the coaches, the players, everyone thinks it's worth it because of the fact that it's protecting athletes um, and, it, and it will have a positive impact on the local economy. Was there anything else the students you spoke to talked about that you found interesting? Um, I talked to four different student athletes who were all, um, they, some of them said stuff about the, the proximity. Um, some were talking about the fact that it won't lead to injury. And then they dealt with, I talked to uh, one girl on the track team uh, and she told me that she had dealt with shin splints uh, on the asphalt track before, but now with the new track, uh, she won't have to worry about that, especially not nearly as much um, because rubber tracks are 
known for their ability to prevent injury. Um, and I think my favorite interaction was with a, a guy on the track team named Damon. Uh, he just was had a, such a bubbly personality. And I loved his, his quote about when he gets on the track, that rubber track, he loves the feel. And it feels like he's flying out there. And I just, it, it even, and he actually joined the track team. Uh, Damon Williams joined the track team partially because of the new track, which is really exciting to hear uh, that not only did the, is the track helpful to the existing members, but it, it's attracting new ones as well. That was WUFT's Nevada Colon on Buholtz High School's new track. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Strong storms and at least one tornado brought severe damages to some parts of Ocala and Marion County on Saturday. According to the Ocala Gazette, there are no reports of personal injury. However, nearby buildings, including an animal care center, and houses in nearby neighborhoods suffered some structural damage, including roof and fence damage. Florida lawmakers will vote today on a record $112.1 billion state budget for the 2022-2023 fiscal year. According to WFSU, this is up 10.4% from the current year's spending plan. Senate leaders said the budget package will make key investments in public safety, education, environment, and pay raises for state workers. Some of these investments include nearly $20 million to recruit law enforcement officials, $885.9 million for Everglades restoration, and $29.6 million in citrus protection. After approval, the budget will go to Governor Ron DeSantis. It will take effect on July 1st. Disney will pause all political contributions following controversy around Florida's Don't Say Gay bill. According to WFME, it was revealed that the company contributed to every sponsor and co-sponsor of the Don't Say Gay bill. Disney's CEO apologized in an email on Friday, saying he wants to become a better ally to the LGBTQ community. He also said the company is aiming to increase its support to advocacy groups. One advocacy group, the Human Rights Campaign, already refused Disney's donation to it, saying they want to try their best to ensure that proposals like the Don't Say Gay bill don't become laws. It has been nearly two years since the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a global pandemic. But according to NPR News, some officials are beginning to refer to COVID as an endemic. Officials explain that this term means that while there are observable individual cases of this disease still circulating, there would likely not be large outbreaks and the disease would remain at a steady state. The World Health Organization has the final say in what is considered an endemic. Experts also note that variants make COVID-19 unpredictable to a certain extent. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Violet Cumberweilin, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.